Welcome into X1039's What's New Now podcast, aired out by H&H Tire. It's Alex Waters. I do the night show around X1039. That's Monday through Friday. And we do something on the show called Test the Waters. The reason I bring that up is because that is how I met the guest that you're about to hear from. So his name is Zeke Finn. Z-E-K-E-F-I-N-N, in case you want to look him up or in case you can't read the description to this podcast episode. Zeke Finn is his name. And his recent claim to fame is that he was featured on a TV show called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Season two featured his new single, Long Story Short. And that is the song that we put on, Test the Waters. That's where we play a new song by a new artist, try to get some feedback about it. And he saw that we were doing that. He reached out to me on Instagram. He was like, thanks, man. Really appreciate the spin. I was like, you got it, dude. Um, And that was just kind of where we left it. But the song's been doing pretty well for itself, uh, traveling across the country. And now, long story short, it's kind of looking like his hit all of a sudden. So Zeke and I got on a Zoom call to talk about that, obviously. Talk about his placement on Zac Efron's show. But also some pretty deep stuff, like spirituality in music. And generally his approach in like trying new things in the studio. He's got music on the way. He'll tease that a little bit later on. And what I present to you here is my pretty much unedited conversation with Zeke Finn. So front to back, as soon as we press record on Zoom, as soon as the little lady's voice said, recording in progress. From that point on, you'll hear everything that we talked about pretty much uncensored entirely. And uh, that'll go all the way to the end. So hopefully you enjoy. If you do at any time, feel free to press subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast on and catch future episodes too over at x1039radio.com. Here we go. It is Zeke Finn in the chat. What's up, man? What's up, bro? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming by. So we've been playing your song. Long story short, for a hot minute over at X1039, uh, I found myself whistling this morning, actually, just kind of without <laughs> knowing. So that made me wonder, how'd the melody come to you? Good question. The melody. Um, it's interesting because I, I feel like when I first started writing music, I really focused on lyrics first. My dad, my dad is a, he's a poet and just kind of like wor- words uh, were the beginning of music for me. Um, and then it's kind of, and I kind of started off rapping more than singing. And then as I became more of a singer, I, something kind of switched and, and melody is always the first thing that grabs me, you know, between like the right chord progression and a compelling melody. I'm like, Oh, I know this is a song now. And then sometimes in that melody, I, the words just like seep in. Um, I do. Yeah. I even have a voice note somewhere. I remember when I made that first melody and i was actually working with for the for the first half of the hook um i was working with this producer writer that i work with a lot tony bellabo and um i remember actually like not quite being sure about the melody at first and he's like no no that's really good and then i was like oh, okay sometimes you need like a little like and then it just kind of got stuck in both of our heads and then we were kind of wrote a whole song around it that was that was the first the first moment of inception in the song is that I think you were talking about the chorus, right? That that first yeah, song. yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was the first little moment. So it's a good question. I like that. Nice. Cool. Is that something you do regularly? Is just kind of like make random melodic voice notes and maybe some of them you discard, but some of them turn into songs? Yeah, I mean like as I'm in like writing sessions, you know, with 
with other producers, writers. It's kind of like, let's create some musical bed and really just like freestyle melodies until like they start to like lock in and then words find their way in those melodies or I'll, like you said, I'll listen back. I'll take a lot of voice notes when I know things are feeling good. And then I'll like right there in the room, I'll like listen back and then kind of piece together what I think the words are. Um, interestingly enough, recently I've kind of taken it one step further, which I, I think people, people have told me it's kind of like a, maybe like the Max Martin method of, of writing that like I've been not, not even taking voice notes, just literally, literally recording it on the track, my, my melody mumbles and then being able to hear it like fully with the music and then sometimes writing it right then, but like, or spending a few days kind of like listening back and while I'm driving, hearing, seeing what I hear. So right now I actually have like a whole, I got like a whole record of songs that are like have some words, but a lot of like just like melodic moments that I'm like, ooh, that's a great hook or like that's a great verse, and then I'm like inserting the words into it. So it's kind of pu- a fun puzzle to uh, piece together. Yeah, it almost brings to mind something I read once from the author Ray Bradbury, where he talked about how he doesn't write stories; the stories write themselves through him. Yeah. That almost gives me the same impression about the way that you write songs. Yeah, it's a really cool thing. I feel like it's like a, I'm a spiritual person. It feels almost like this divine type of thing that like, even the melodies, how do they come about, right? There's only a few notes to work with. And like somehow they piece themselves together in a special way. And then, yeah, then like the words sometimes the word like i'll listen back and like oh i said that like i didn't even know it i needed to say that like i didn't even know that and then and then you start to feel it's like words start to form an emotion and then once you have this like thesis statement of like this is the this is what the song is about this is what this is what i feel in regards to that song then the rest kind of writes itself yeah. well Interesting. With <laughs> Since you bring up the spirituality, I mean, we don't have to get deep here, but is that something that you think kind of influences more just beyond providing the insights and providing sort of those moments of musical clarity? Is that something that you seek to almost weave into your songwriting? Do we hear any of that in a very subtle way in some of the songs that you write? Um. I would say that I I never like try to insert a spiritual message into my songs, but I believe that like making music, making art in itself is a deeply spiritual thing. Yeah. And, and like a miraculous thing. Like the fact that songs can even be created out in the world and and like even and and all the moments that happen in like a music career are all like just here on an interview you know with you who's playing my song on the radio like that's a miraculous thing in itself (laughs) so so naturally like my i don't know my journey gets infused into the music so then so then there is a, a, a deep i guess there's deep spirituality infused, but it's not like I want to tell you something. It's like, I'm just sharing my, my journey and my experience. 
Sure, it's too interwoven maybe with the creation for it to not be there, but you're not singing from the pulpit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You mentioned the radio airplay and how, you know, you've you've had this sort of burst of success. You were featured on Zac Efron's show recently uh, for the uh, season two. You had two songs actually placed in that show. And now you're getting airplay. Four? (laughs) Well, I had three songs in that show. Well, I had three songs in season two, but um, one of them, long story short, was played twice in the show so i had four Uh, placements in season two and then also a song on season one okay okay gotcha so uh however you want to do however you want to do the math (laughs) yeah yeah you can never trust the media these days (laughs) but uh yeah so i was reading about that and you know that sort of sparks interest in my mind too because artists always think you know i'm gonna make a song and whoever likes it likes it and whatever and so you make music for you and you hope that other people like it. But all of a sudden, in your specific case, you get placed into something multiple times and your music is sort of propagated without you really having to lift a finger on it, which is really interesting. What's been sort of the reaction ever since those placements happened, ever since Radio Airplay started? Has it felt different to be Zeke Finn than it did before? It's interesting. It's a great question. I... It's been amazing, first of all, let me say that. Um, like you said, you may, I was just saying this to a friend of mine this morning. Like, you know, I said my father's a, he's a painter and a, and a, well, I didn't say he's a painter. He's a poet and a painter. But like, I feel like he always taught me really to like make art for art's sake. And I feel that way with songs. Like you make, you, you make a song, if you, if you make a song, you make the, you make a piece of art that you're proud of and like, you're ready to release it into the world and then you don't know who's going to connect to it. And you don't, and you also don't know which song people are going to connect with, you know, you make a lot of songs. Um, And I think like actually going back to season one of that, that show with Zac Efron, I, um, I had a song licensed in the show that I didn't even intend to release. And because it was kind of just like piano vocal, and they put the show came out it was like deep deep covid i was at my parents house in ithaca new york just kind of out of la and then i got lots of messages from people like every any place someone could find you you know any social media and um, they're like we heard your song at the end of this show where is it we can't find it like your name is mentioned and i was like i guess i gotta put it out it wasn't even on spotify right and it was, you know, we rushed it out really quickly and ended up charting on Shazam, which was crazy. And yeah, just literally like had messages from people saying like, I listen to the song every morning, you know? Wow. So that's, that's like, that's a really special thing and a, and a cool thing that like my little brainchild is now part of other people's lives in, in any capacity, you know, and then to season two and then to, people hearing it on the radio and messaging messaging me saying I heard this um it's uh yeah it's awesome and it's it's a big blessing and it 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 keeps you anytime you get a message from someone who's just like hey I heard your song on the radio I heard your song here 
it, it they, I don't know if they realize it, but it like it keeps you believing in yourself. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Like it's, I should, mm-hmm. I should keep making more songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to see you quit anytime. Yeah, soon. no. So, so thank thank <laughs> you, you know, for 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 propagating it and people people like you that that believe in the song. Like that's a that's a that's also a miraculous thing. So definitely, of course. You mentioned Spotify. I read your Spotify bio last night, and uh, I thought it was funny. So <laughs> let's let's tackle the first part of it, shall we? You talk about born in Ithaca hustled in brooklyn based in la so you've been all across the country now what are your favorite places to go here in the us of a it's a great question um ithaca is my favorite place where i'm from Mm -hmm. um it's just like growing up there i don't think it was my favorite but sure sure Uh, my parents live out in the woods and it's just kind of like, even when I lived in Brooklyn, I would go to Ithaca a lot. It's just a kind of like safe haven of fresh air and good people. Yeah. Um, I think, well, one of my favorite, between those three, one of my favorite places or just in general? Just in general, everywhere. I mean, I assume, I assume, you know, you probably haven't managed the furthest reaches of the country, like Alaska or Guam or anything, but you know, never been to Guam. Somewhere (laughs) in the lower 48 or whatever. Um, I do really love California. I think Mm -hmm. there's just so many different climates, you know, we have desert, we have mountains. Um, I love living here. I'm right by the beach in Venice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did drive cross country um like a year ago and i did stop in colorado i do really like colorado it's a beautiful uh beautiful state yes i I know your governor as well by the way (laughs) you mentioned that when we chatted very briefly on instagram you mentioned that you know the governor and uh i feel like i didn't ask why yeah that's fine (laughs) why why do you know the governor of colorado (laughs) um so i I, his his brother is like one of my best friends and um his brother's like kind of my roommate here he lives here oh really when he's in la he stays here oh um and so i visited i visited their family in in boulder Uh i spent a little time during the summer in boulder that was really pretty and um you know i'm just waiting to be invited to play red rocks that's uh that'll be a good one i'll have to let you know i don't know how far that is from you uh it's not too far i mean it's sort of like it's in morrison colorado so it's not quite denver and it's not quite colorado springs it's you know its own thing but yeah red rocks is an easy drive from here we stopped by it on our on our cross-country uh trip out on the way out here I don't mm-hmm. know. You, could, you can just pop in. It was it was like yeah. middle of the winter. It was covered in snow. <laughs> See, not in the middle of the winter, but like you know when the weather's nicer. And uh, it is actually kind of nice out today. Like looking out my window, it's blue skies, clear. I think it's like a balmy forty-seven degrees, which is tropical compared to what we've had. That's but tropical. yeah, <laughs> that's what I saw anyway in the forecast. But yeah, it's when, well, it's, when 70, the it's seventy-one here. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's nice in LA. No, no, it, it, it has been cold for there was a couple of weeks. It's been like unprecedentedly cold. Sure, sure. Man, it, it hit 
negative two the other day when I was driving. That was pretty awful. But when the weather is nice around here, people do just kind of go to Red Rocks and they like jog up and down the stairs. So yeah, oh, you, yeah. Can, you can pop in, you can hang out. I mean, when they do a concert, they kick everyone out, obviously. And when they screen movies, they kick everyone out and make you buy your tickets. But yeah, you can just like, you can go check it out. It's pretty, pretty dope, isn't it? It's cool. Yeah. I mean, all the, the, the mountains in Colorado are just like epic. I really For like sure. it. The final line of your Spotify bio is the one, of course, that struck me the most. Do you remember writing it or do you remember yeah. what it was? <laughs> Does it say like, this going to be a surprise. <laughs> they like advocate for the well-being of magical creatures. Or something That's like exactly that. what it says. Yes. So obviously I have to know which magical creatures. Is this a fairy thing? Is this a Bigfoot thing? Somewhere in between? I mean, it starts with like you and me. <laughs> wow. Well, isn't that poetic? Um, and then it extends to all, all of those things you mentioned. Um hmm you know yeah yeah okay yeah there's there's magic in all of us after all isn't there magic in all of us and then there's also like there's also like the hidden there's a lot of hidden magic that that i um like to find sure well i want to ask you one more question here and normally my final question is something along the lines of what to expect coming soon but you've got things going on right now you've got long story short you've got tv show placements you've probably got new music on the way but i want to mix things up a little bit if you're down for that is that cool let's see, let's, let's see what you throw at me okay i want to know what not to expect from zeke finn for the rest of this year what can you promise is not gonna happen wow <laughs> um that's quite a question. <laughs> I can promise that you won't not hear a new song from me. There you go. All right. Found the workaround. Very good. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bursting at the seams with with excitement about, about new music, to be honest. Okay, well, we could talk about the new music then. All right. <laughs> So we cannot expect a lack of music. You won't. How about this? You won't expect. Unfortunately, you cannot expect to see me in a PGA Tour event. Mm. Still working on your. Still working. Yeah, but maybe the senior PGA Tour. <laughs> I got some time for that preparation. Aren't, aren't you like twenty something? <laughs> yeah, but it, it takes. You know, at age 50, you could join the senior PGA Tour. So, like, I've got years to to um, perfect my swing. Square those shoulders and bend those knees and take a deep breath. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been told. I don't know. I They, they put out the new um, Nintendo Wii Sports game. And I used to play Wii Sports Resort back in the day. I was really good at golf there. I don't know what happened to me. I've like I've lost maybe five strokes on my game. <laughs> so apparently I've got some work to do too. But all right, so neither of us are making it to the PGA right this, this year. Right. Fair enough. What about the music though? Since since you are excited to talk about it, I think we uh, we owe it to you to give you the platform. What's coming soon? 
Um, so I, I didn't like think I was doing this, but I, I, I think like there's a whole record coming, which is pretty exciting. Really? Like a full length album? To be determined, but quite, okay. quite possibly. There's like a, there's a, there's a, there's a body of work that I'm, I'm really excited about, and it all is just fitting together. Um, yeah. And, and also excited about about a couple collaborations that will be on some of those songs that I'll have to tell you at a, at a, at a later date. Can't give us any hints, maybe. Um, no, but but I'll I'll t I'll t I'll tell you off off the inter interview when when it when it happens. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that, and uh, I promise my lips are sealed. So I won't I won't go immediately tweet it or anything Please like do that. everything. Everything. Breaking news: Zeke Finn announces collaboration. Yeah, Zeke Finn announces collaboration with Justin Bieber and Madonna. Bro, give it away. Yeah. <laughs> wow, just a lucky guess, you know. I felt it. Justin Bieber, Madonna. That's just one of the songs. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. We don't even want to get into the Jay Z collab at this point, do we? No, we can't. We can't. <laughs> oh, you're really All spot right. on. Yeah, I know, right? Well, hey, I've just I've got a nose for these things. You just sometimes you know the only <laughs> thing missing from Zeke Finn is obviously a verse from one of hip hop's greatest artists ever. Missy Elliott. Oh, there you go. There you go. That'd be yeah, sure. Yeah, we're just we're just tossing out ideas here. You know what? It does beg the question. Obviously, you lean more folk in radio. We call it sometimes triple A. I don't know if you've heard that term before or anything. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah so adult album alternative which i've always thought was sort of a carte blanche term for the stuff that's not quite the foo fighters you know like how yeah. do you how do you define everything from new order to zeke finn in one umbrella category i don't think you do but you know the, you'd be considered i guess triple a artist and folk indie rock if you weren't doing that and you had to pick a different genre of music, what would you rebrand yourself as? Like a different name or just make completely well, different? Just, you could still be Zeke Finn, but like, are you Zeke Something. Finn with face tattoos now? You know, do you look like Post Malone? <laughs> I mean, I really love all genres of music. I just, my main priority is that the songs are catchy. So like, down to make any kind of music you know and then maybe even some of the new music i'm making it might, might be completely different genre than than triple a or, or however you would define it <laughs> i i, I started when people say what kind of music do you make i just started yeah. answering with catchy nice yeah that's so a good answer yeah it's, it's, like, it's ridiculous you know this is this is me doing a gripe about the music business here, so don't feel like you have to pile on. But when people try to overanalyze genres and the whole for fans of type of thing, yeah. you know, a fan of Zeke Finn can just be a fan of Zeke Finn. You know, like I I can listen to your songs and then I can go home like I did last night. And like, what's a good example? Like, you familiar with MF Doom? rapper from the 2000s or whatever yeah I, you can listen to mf doom and zeke finn it's not a for fans of thing they both exist and i always get so frustrated so i really like that answer when people say what kind of music do you make K 
catchy. By the way, speaking of rappers, I'm, I'm Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. There's a song of mine. It's not out yet, but um, I had a little help co-writing it from the band The Flowbots. Which oh, yeah. Like, those are super Colorado uh, boys there. And I love they sure them. are. They're awesome. and, and fun fact, they can ride their bike with no handlebars. It's also true, yeah. I don't know if both of them can. It might just be one of them. Maybe they, can both ride. Maybe they can both ride with handlebars. I, I, would, I would say they both can. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they didn't say we can ride our bikes. So I, I guess the mystery remains out there in the open. Yeah, who but, did it? Who wrote it? Yeah, exactly. Well, very cool, though, that they're <laughs> stepping in and providing a little bit of penmanship on your upcoming stuff. So that's something else to look forward yeah. to, a little flavor of Colorado. Just throwing out Colorado facts. <laughs> I like it, man. Well, I like that uh, we covered a lot of ground here, uh, both serious and silly, both catchy and as of yet unreleased. Uh, we have music to look forward to, and uh, I think you have a lot to look forward to, possibly a full-length project coming soon. So whatever ends up happening, let me know. I will. Thank you so much, and thanks for, for playing the song. And It's great mm-hmm. to see Absolutely. Thank you, Zeke. Yeah. Peace, bro. Have a great day. Well, that's a wrap. Zeke Finn and yours truly, Alex Waters, on X1039's What's New Now podcast. Aired up by H&H Tire. Shout out to them for the support. And shout out to you for making it all the way to the end. If you like that, well, you probably like conversations with musicians, and we do that pretty frequently. So hit subscribe if you haven't already, wherever you're getting this podcast from. Subscribe to X1039 because more convos are coming soon. We're in the habit of dropping interviews just about once a week these days. Sometimes it's a roundtable discussion about something important, like the breakup of Panic at the Disco. And sometimes it's a one-on-one like this, just a Zoom call with maybe one of your favorite singers. So more of that is coming soon, but only if you subscribe, right? You can also check out new episodes or old episodes at x1039radio.com on the What's New Now podcast page. Again, aired up by H&H Tire. So that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of whatever it is that you're doing, and maybe we'll catch you back here on another episode sometime soon. In the meantime, since we are X1039, let me just say this. Stay X-y, my friend. <laughs>